My first black lover was a good friend of my husband named Daryl. They had known each other since college and stuck together like glue. Daryl had been best man at our wedding, and Michael, my husband, had repaid him when he got hitched. Tragedy struck seven years later when Daryl's wife filed for divorce. Daryl had lost his job, and Angie couldn't handle the drastic change in their lifestyle. Daryl was devastated when it happened, and between searching for a new job and losing his marriage, he was in a dismal state. Michael invited him to live in the guest house of our condo while he struggled to get himself together. Those months after his divorce was a tough time for Daryl. He looked downcast each passing day, and I noticed he had lost plenty of weight. Michael did whatever he could to cheer him up, without him having a job made his burden too ponderous to get through. Michael and I often stayed up late trying to think of ways to cheer him up. A fleeting thought occurred to me one fateful night and I decided to share it with him. He's lonely, Michael. It's obvious that's what's got him looking moody. You're right about that, Michael replied. What do you think would be best? Setting him up with one of your friends, or maybe getting him a hooker? I don't know, honey. It won't be fair to start something that might turn out bad. He's been through a messy divorce, it won't be good to inspire something worse. How worse? Michael countered. We're talking about sex here, it's not like we'd be pushing him to get married. I meant a relationship, I explained. Besides, having a hooker here doesn't sound like a great idea. The kids might find out, including our neighbors. A lot of hookers are thieves, you know. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. He thought for a minute, then looked at me like he'd suddenly had an epiphany. Why don't you go see if you can play with him a bit? I tensed. Michael, what the hell did you just say? I'm saying that you've got as much of a chance cheering him up than anything else I can think of. Whatever we can do to bring him out of his funk would be great. Are you saying you want me to go over to our guest room and have sex with Daryl? I looked at my husband incredulously. I just want to know that that's what you're saying. Well, kinda, yeah, Michael answered, then he quickly added, Look, honey, I'm not saying you should go over and have sex. Just do what you can to cheer him up. I mean, he's really going through a hard time. It won't look good if he continues like this, don't you think? The bedside clock announced the time as 9.45 p.m. The kids had long been tucked into bed. I reckon that Daryl would still be up in the guest room, soaked in the murk of his misery. I pretended to be offended as we switched off our bedside lights and went to sleep. Except I didn't fall asleep. My mind concocted a variety of images of me pleasuring Daryl to help take his mind off his issues. I shut my eyes and continued with my ongoing wet dream involving my husband's best friend. An hour passed before I then slipped out of bed. I looked at Michael's sleeping form before sneaking out of the room and shuffled down the stairs. I made it through the back door and out of the house, then strolled towards the guest house. The light in the bedroom was on, though the curtains were drawn. 
I tapped on the door and a moment passed before he opened it. He looked surprised to see me standing there, though he invited me inside. I came to see how you've been doing, I said as I entered his bedroom tea strewn with numerous newspapers like the Wall Street Journal and New York Times. The papers were open to the job section. How's your search going, Daryl? He slumped on the bed with his hand to his head. Not too good, but got to keep looking. Somehow I know something will turn up. Just don't know where. I'm sorry, I sat down beside him, trying to comfort him. It will work out. You'll see. It's hard to find sleep some nights, he continued. Every time I close my eyes, I keep seeing Angie. I can't quit replaying moments of her screaming at me, denigrating me for being a failure. Except you're no failure, Daryl, I moved closer to him. His misery was like sharp pangs stabbing at my heart. Believe me, you're none of that. You're strong, and you're a good man. I'm sorry that Angie stopped seeing that in you. When I left my bedroom, I was double-minded about whether I intended to have sex with him or not. Seeing how downcast he was, I couldn't help taking pity on him. At that moment, I would have done anything to take away his sorrow, even if it was for one night. I don't know what compelled me to turn his face in my direction and plant a kiss on his lips. Daryl looked stunned at me like he couldn't believe what I'd just done. Perhaps if I had given it a moment's thought I would have stopped myself, but instead I kissed him again, passionately to let him know how serious I was. Daryl gradually responded, though his hands held my arms like he wanted to push me back, but didn't know if he should. It wasn't until we pulled off each other that he found his voice. Haley, we shouldn't be doing this. I know, I could barely contain my anxious excitement. Right now? I can't help it. I pushed down the sleeves of my nightgown, exposing my breasts to him. Daryl looked at me with his mouth agape. Haley, I don't. I don't know what. What? I raised a finger to his lips. Hush. You don't have to say anything, lie back and let me do the rest. Come on. I made him lie on the bed while my nightgown fell to my waist as I dropped to my knees, before him. I caressed his thighs while he struggled within himself, seeming more frightened with whatever I was about to do. My hands got busy unzipping his fly. Haley, what about Michael? Don't you think? Don't you worry yourself about Michael, I said. Worry instead about me, okay? I fished his penis out of his pants and shut my eyes as I gave it a kiss of life. It took several licks and swallows from my lips before his penis responded in kind to my grasp. Daryl wasn't protesting anymore as he lay there enjoying the passion that came from my mouth. His cock went from flaccid to rock-hard the longer I lowered my head on his crotch. My nostrils flared as I inhaled the musky, masculine smell wafting out of his pants. I couldn't believe that I was sucking my former friend's husband's cock. I was getting a taste of what she once enjoyed but didn't anymore, which was too bad. Daryl is a handsome guy, 
and his cock was thick enough to satisfy any woman, as I soon found out. I stopped sucking him and helped him get out of his pants while I stood up and wiggled myself out of my nightgown. Daryl's cock stayed hard and he didn't seem worried anymore as I climbed onto the bed and straddled him. It seemed eerie and strange that I was having sex with my husband's best friend. That I was doing it in the comfort of my home without a shred of worry. Nothing of such occurred to me as Daryl's cock pierced my pussy and I began to bounce on his thighs. My body took immediate charge while my mind languorously went with the sexual tide. Daryl's hands caressed my breasts, pinched my nipples, then slid down my arms to grab my butt. Our breathing grew heavy and deep. I fell forward on my face while my hips kept up their effort. My mouth stayed open, spewing passionate moans as my cunt kept receiving Daryl's girth. Daryl took sudden charge and lifted me off the bed and set me on my feet. He positioned me on my elbows and knees and then entered me from behind. I squealed in response as he rammed me harder this time, it was unlike anything I had received before. The feeling was massive and overwhelming, I could feel his cock pushing against the walls of my heart, ripping me apart. He gripped me by my hips and grunted harder as he plowed into me with brutal force. My eyes stayed shut but my gasps responded to the onslaught. I wanted to squeal louder than ever. I have no idea if I did, but my pussy stayed burning the entire duration of us fucking. Daryl couldn't contain himself when he held me tight and pumped his load inside me. I gave a startled cry from the passion of our climax, then him unleashing into my womb. He apologized afterwards, but I tried to placate him by letting him know it was okay. I'd wanted you to do that, I said while I waited on the bed, getting a grip on my emotions. I picked up my nightgown and wore it while Daryl stood there sweaty and looking perplexed. You sure, Haley? I won't want Michael to get upset if he finds out. This will be our little secret then, I kissed him. Do you think you can sleep fine now? I guess. But what are we going to do about tonight? Let's wait and see what the morning brings first. You get some sleep you look like you can use it. He held my hand as I walked to the door and waved goodnight as I headed back to the main house. I let myself in the house as quiet as I had left and made it up the stairs in the dark. I stopped to peep into my children's bedrooms to ensure they were still asleep before heading to the main bedroom. Michael was asleep as I had left him. I quietly shut the door and then went into the bathroom to clean myself off. When I was done, I turned off the light and then slipped back into bed like nothing happened. How did it go, darling? Terrific, Han, I said. Think he'll sleep fine tonight? I reckon he will. That's good, he said. Good night, darling. I love you. I love you, too, Han. Good night. I closed my eyes and fell asleep.